I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call with you once again. Oh, in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 24, we're going to find one of the first places we'll be turning to as far as the scripture is concerned. So this old mariner, by the grace of God, saying... It's good to have you to be there. If ever you think about, too, if you listen to some things on this program, maybe propose a thought or uh, maybe a question, if you'd like to correspond with us, we're as easy as just the keyboard of a computer. If you have access to such, it's just F-O-M-M, and then the period, and then O-R-G, foam.org. That'll bring you directly to us, and you can leave us a message and uh, tell us that you... Listen to the program, some prayer requests, something that uh, we can do to help you. You can also call the station. They'll give you an address whereby you can write to us. I love and I appreciate receiving correspondence from those who listen to our programs. I hope our time is just right with you. The book of Luke, Luke chapter 24, we're going to be talking about some things that only God can open. Some things only God can open. Now, I can open some things. I have to open my mouth to make the program. I have to open my eyes to read the scriptures here. But there's some things only God himself can open to us. We've sort of gotten along this line before. Let's see if we can refresh our memory in some of these areas. Luke chapter 24, the context has to do with our Savior now. He has risen from the grave. By the way, I believe in a bodily resurrection of Christ. The bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. And he is approaching some that on a road we call the road to Emmaus. Uh, It's a little village there. And there are a couple of men that are walking side by side and they look very sad. And Jesus joins himself to them. And he begins to strike up a conversation. He said, uh, how are you doing, fellas? And all they said, uh, how are we doing? He said, don't you know what's happened? And uh, he said, well, what things are you talking about? Which shows the Lord has a sense of humor, if you know what I'm talking about. And then he begins to uh, talk back and forth with them. And uh, he actually takes and eventually uh, presents himself to them. And then in verse 31, and uh, we'll get to our text here. Luke chapter 24, verse 31. The Bible says their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, while he opened to us the scriptures. And that's the thought I want to present. Now, first here, some things only God can do. I have wondered as a Christian, I'm sure you've done the same thing. Why are there so many religions? Why are there so many denominations? Why are there so many ways of looking at Bible and Bible verses? 
And, uh, my friend, it's because the minds of men, uh, with uh, we think about education and their abilities, they take the Bible and they give the Bible interpretation. And as far as the Bible is concerned, it is of no private interpretation. And when I read this book, I have to understand, you know, I have to have God to open this book to me. Or else, my friend, I'm just reading, and I've had some people say, well, I tell you this, I get this out of this verse. Another person said, well, I get something different out of the verse. Without us, without people saying, actually, what does it say, my friend? And I cannot understand what God is saying to me until he opens this book before me. The writer to the church at Corinth there in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, he says the things of God have to be spiritually discerned. So first of all, unless you were a believer, my friend, you can get nothing from this book. Or else a person, I believe with all of my heart, if you're seeking God, oh, God will give you the truth here. But just to look at this book as a normal, natural person would look, my friend, I believe you're going to come be cut high and dry. And I believe eventually what will happen, this book is described as being a sword, a two-edged sword. I remember when I was a little boy because I lived along the seashore. And uh, my father was a commercial fisherman. It was almost, almost of necessity that a little boy my age, and I'm not going to tell you how old I was when I got that, my father eventually gave me a knife, a pocket knife. And, of course, he was very careful to make sure it was not very sharp. I used this knife over and over again. Uh, it got to the point to where I was old enough and to where, as far as a knife is concerned, it was of necessity that it be sharp. Sometimes we had to mend our nets. You had to have a sharp knife for patching and sewing and so forth. And so there came a time where, from my father's side first, uh, sharpen, and the, I learned how to do that, that I had in my pocket a sharp knife. You know what I did every once in a while? I would cut myself because I did not listen to what Dad said. I did not listen to how to use this knife in a proper way, my friend. You say, what are you saying? I'm saying as far as the Bible is concerned. I, I, I believe we have, we have so many religions and so many thoughts and so many beliefs about this book, and it's a product of people that have cut themselves. And you say, well, uh, how do you, you know, what's the, what's the proper way, my friend? I have to come to this book, and I have to. Uh, I don't remind the Lord. The Lord knows this. But uh, sort of reminding myself of this, uh, Lord, I, I don't know how to approach this as far as my flesh is concerned. With my mind, with my abilities, with my education, there is no way I can find the meaning of these verses outside you open this book before me. Would you open the scriptures before me that I might understand? And the Lord can do this. I have read places and just, oh, I said, oh, that's a message. And I read a little more and I said, that's another message. I've just gotten so full of things that it just seemed so simple, my friend, as to, it's kind of like having the Lord to walk side by side with you. As far as this book is concerned, God opens this book to you. In reference to that same thought in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 16 and verse 14, it talks about a woman by the name of Lydia. She's of Thyatira. And the Bible says, it says, whose heart the Lord opened. The Lord opens this book, yes. But he not only opens this book to men, but he opens their hearts. We hear the expression over and over again, especially with children, open your heart and ask Jesus in. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe in some areas I, 
I would think a child maybe would understand that. But in reality, my friend, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, he has to move the heart toward God. So we think about if you had any inclination, if you've had any desire for God, that was the Holy Spirit working in your heart. In essence, it was God's Spirit that opened your heart. You didn't open your heart. It was God's Spirit that gave you this desire. The heart by nature runs from God. Do you understand what I mean? What is it? Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. It talks about the heart. It's good above all things. Is that what it says? <laughs> but again, back to the old King James. Here the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. That's the natural man's heart. So if my heart's been moved toward God, it was the Spirit of God that did that. And the reason we say this is so God gets all the glory. If I know anything from this book, to God be the glory. If I can say by the grace of God, I'm glad to be saved. I'm glad to know for sure that I'm a child of God. That's to God be the glory. God gets all the glory. <clears throat> God gets all the praise. Not only can God open the scriptures and open the heart, but God opens uh, Revelation chapter 3 and verse 8. It talks about the church there at Philadelphia. He said, I've set before thee, I have set before thee an open door. Now what's that? I have set before thee an open door. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9, Paul talks about a great door of effectual is open unto him. Now what is that? A child of God has got us a leader, correct? He directs our paths, correct? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He directs my path. Then he opens doors of service. God has to open doors of service where, my friend, he really gets praise and honor. And I'll tell you what I've done. I've seen something to do. It's kind of like a door that was in front of me. I've sort of looked on the other side of the door and I said, wow, oh, I like to do that. And what I did is I pushed the door open. I just sometimes kicked it open, you know, said, oh, praise the Lord, look at that. And it just didn't turn out right. Seems like the will of God wasn't there like it was when just God opened the door. You know, the door to speak to you, my friend, that's something that God opened. I appreciate the invitation of this station and all those who work in the local churches behind such. And thank the Lord for that. But it, it's God that opens the door of service before us. Not only does God open the scriptures, we can understand what's in this book. God opens the heart so we can be saved. God opens the doors for opportunities of service. But God opens, what well, at Malachi chapter 3, it says, If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out of blessing, what? That's for people that has given. We think about the windows of supply. How do I get that? I desire the windows of God's supply. You know, we're God's hand. We're sort of eating out of God's hand. That's far better as far as supply is concerned for everything that God has. The devil's got a counterfeit. So does the devil supply? Oh, yes, I've seen people, they finally came into some money. And all oh, they were so thankful to God they had this money, you know. But it took them away from God. So it wasn't a supply from God after all. It was something that came from Satan himself. But God's window of blessing, my friend. It is God, open, God that opens this window. And this window usually opens, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. My friend, within the context of that passage in the book of Philippians, it has to do because these people planted. These people gave, you know. You given to God, and I promise you God will take 
and give a supply. Someone said if you shovel it out to God, God will shovel it back to you, and God's got the biggest shovel. I'm glad the scriptures can be opened before me. My heart opened by God. Doors of opportunity, doors of blessing opened by God. I guess I'd close with this in Revelation chapter 20. It talks about the books were open. You know, God's got a book on you. God's got a book on me for the child of God and for the lost person. For the lost person, Revelation chapter 20, the books will be opened at the white throne judgment. And my friend, we think about that's going to determine heaven and hell. We think about for the child of God, the books open on us. Oh, my sins are forgiven by Christ. Uh, I tell you, the blood that was shed there at Calvary washed away my sins, past, present, and future. Christ today is my Savior. I'm glad to know him personally, my friend. But he's still got those books. What's those books for? Rewards. First Corinthians chapter 3. Oh, if those books oh, haven't been cooked, so to speak. They said the IRS is coming to look at the books. Oh, we're in trouble now, you know. What about your life? Are you in trouble? Keep the books clean. God can help you with that. Where, when the books are open, the judgment seat of Christ, all for the child of God, uh, God will be able to see that things have been done right. There are gold, silver, precious stone works there. I wonder, when the books are opened, <laughs> what, uh, what is he going to find? God is going to open the books. Keep the books clean. Open scriptures, open doors, open windows, and open heart. God does it all. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. Now until next week, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.